Girls Gone Green. Coming to you live from the studio. Girls Gone Green. Come on, everybody, let's go, go, go. Because it's Girls Gone Green. Ooh. Wow. Welcome to episode 13. I'm Lucky Tracy. Lucky number 13, and I'm Donna. And we are so excited to have you here. How are you feeling today, Donna? I'm feeling pretty good. I jogged. You did? In the 95 degree heat. It is so hot outside. It is like egg. You could put an egg on your... Have you ever seen anybody actually do that? Put an egg... On the hood of their car and it cooks. Only on TV. Yeah, I actually saw someone do that. Really? This morning. No. Yes, it actually happened. They it were works. doing a news. Um, they were. I guess that you know, it's like such a tried and true thing that they do on the news. But I was walking by a guy in New Jersey, and he was doing a newscast, and they were doing the egg on the hood, and it, that was at uh, twelve thirty, and it worked. Sunny, sunny, I guarantee you that the vegans are not on board with that. They are not on board with that. No. So you went running in 95 degrees? Yeah, I did. I was. I decided I'm going on vacation in two weeks. I better start working out. Whoop, whoop. Are you going with, <laughs> where's our bell? Ding, ding, ding. Oh, oh you, are you, know what? are you going with bell? handsome pants? I am going with Mr. Handsome Pants. Oh. We're going on our first vacation, but I'm not going to tell you exactly the You're date. not going to disclose the fat location? I think I the bell is here. I hear our bell. Oh, my gosh. That, so we're that, on location, guys. Oh, we are on location. Awesome. We are on location. Tell um, them where we are. For real, for real? Yeah, we're, we're in the back cave, as you can hear. I don't know if you can hear it, but I can hear it. We're I didn't know if we were allowed to disclose the area or what we were actually doing. Oh, okay. This is how much we have to multitask. I know. No, no, no. We can't disclose. We're, we're not going to disclose doing. everything. But we are. We are in a secret bat location, ladies and gentlemen. We are not in Girls Gone Green Studios. We are in a satellite office of Girls Gone Green. Yeah, I'm having a mammogram. <laughs> Just kidding. As we speak, Donna's boob is being pressed <laughs> to the limit. I know. Oh my god. But you wait. Go back to the jogging thing because that's a really big deal. Girls Gone Green Nation doesn't realize that. How much like, I don't like to work out. Right, right. This is the first time you've jogged in how long? Years. Get out of I town. I swear. It cannot be years. I only run um, to chase the ice cream truck. <laughs> that was a good one. I like that. Thank you. Or away from a running dog with foam in its mouth. Or away from a guy trying to get a um, shovel from you. That yeah, exactly. I want my shovel. <laughs> I want my shovel. Oh, so how was the job? It was good. I was listening to... Um, I was meditating to Abraham Hicks okay. walking. Right. And then I, okay, so here's a little cool fun fact. While I was walking, I saw something glittery and sparkly, like on the little path. Was it a Girls Gone Green keychain? No. Was it a Girls Gone Green sticker? No. Was it Girls Gone Green nail polish? No, but these were all amazing things that we're going to make and have as merch one oh, day. Oh, okay, all right. I just we're going to manifest that. Yes. No, it was a tiny little figurine of a fox. Wow, did you look up what that means? Yes. And yeah. the thing is, is that, first of all, I took the little fox and I carried it the rest of my walk-in job. can I just interrupt you with, I went walking the other day and saw a fox and it just sat there. And so I looked it up because I was like, it's got to mean something. It's just sitting there looking at me. What did your meaning say? It says that it's um, the fox. Rebirth or? It's like trickery, um, but oh. it, it means that like you're on the right path. You're like on a spiritual, you're, you are like, it's trying to tell you something. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's definitely trying to tell you something. It's like kind of like the fox is nature's trickster. So really? don't be fooled by what's happening and you really have to focus and pay attention. But a fox is also like considered like a fun and funny animal in the animal kingdom. 
Yeah, the so that would relate. But a spirit animal. Yeah, that would turn relate into to a us. teacher. That is so cool. So you found a fox, and I actually saw a fox. Oh my gosh. Maybe that means that girls gone gray. Or foxy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. I like that too. No, but Mr. Handsome Pants, I was with him and we saw a fox den and a baby fox came out. Oh my God, that means you're going to have babies. No, no, that's I... foxy and tricks, <laughs> trickery. No, I have a vintage uterus. Oh. My eggs are all powdered. Wow. And... No, no, no. Um, no, but it's just funny because I was like thinking about like how excited I was to go on vacation, which is why I thought maybe I should get into shape. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> we don't have to be in a bathing suit. Okay, you have on a beach in a bathing suit. You have how many weeks to get this done? Oh, like two. Two weeks. <laughs> oh, awesome. We're gonna keep tabs on your on how things go. Two weeks of progress. So, are you planning on jogging more than once in the two weeks? Well, yeah, because I heard that there's muscle memory. Oh, so, so I'm come thinking back. that my muscles are geniuses. <laughs> And they're going to remember, like... They're going to be like, bing, 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 bing. My muscles are going to be like Popeye. Yeah. That my couple of time jog from now until vacation is going to be like eating spinach for Popeye. That's awesome. It's going to just pop right back into shape. I think do so. You wanna, do you care to tell the audience where you're going to go on your bat location? Secret um, Girls Gone Green location? I don't want to because I hear like with social media. Oh, yeah. You could like, get I'll droned. I'll wait till after. You could get droned. I know. Girls Gone Green fans could drone <laughs> you wherever you are. Can you imagine you're on the beach in your green bikini and all of a sudden... Exactly. And then the whole world can see. Definitely don't want to tell them no. what's going on. But I do want to talk about some things that are, go, that are going on with you. So I want to give some Girls Gone Green history about Donna V. Uh, Donna V is a big give-backer. That's the right way to say it? I would say philanthropist maybe. But yeah. give-backer is like, you know, everybody gets it. Yeah, I get that. You give back a lot. And we were going to talk about, you know, we talked about in Girls Gone Green, one of our platforms is doing good because we hear so many things about negative things that are going on in the world, we don't hear enough about people that are doing good. You do good all the time. Let's talk about it. I try. That's that's very humbling. Thank you. I appreciate the fact that you want to make this a subject because you do good too. I know you do. You give good love to me, baby. <laughs> you give, give good, good love, love to me, baby. Yeah. Okay, that's just that great. That was horrible. And, and But all the money, all the proceeds from that song are being donated. <laughs> To uh, the Tone Deaf Foundation. Yes, exactly. Not to just the deaf, to the Tone Deaf. Um, thank you. Um, I mean, like, I completely appreciate the fact that you're bringing that up. Yeah, I do. I like to give back a lot. Uh, I donate a good portion of the money I make for... Um, a know, good through... portion. Wait, let's talk about what you've done comedy-wise so far. You have given back how much of your comedy money... Since you started doing comedy. Don't I, tell them how long you've been doing comedy. I would, say, I would say 99%. Like, I might have kept, like, uh, if it was a really long trip, I might have kept, like... The a, gas money. Yes, the gas Get money. Get out of here. I don't know if you guys heard that, but Donna V has given 99% of her proceeds in comedy to charity. Right. It was 100% until, like, I would say I started taking further gigs. Then you're a road dog. Now you got yeah, to Yeah, so then that's the thing, it. like, the gas. Wow. What made you do that? Because comedy is a really... Big investment in time and energy, and I think it's an incredible thing. But why would you give ninety nine percent of what you're doing to charity? Because I'm very blessed to have a successful business, and I feel that with comedy being something that I truly love to do, I want to be able to dedicate the time to it. Which means there's less time to do other things like help out homeless people. Or I would I'm not gonna run. I mean, you you just heard about my running. 
So the 5K is not going to happen. You're like, that's out. I'll do a 5K, but we should do a Girls Gone Green 5K. But anyway, back right. to you. So, well, we should do a marathon one day. We should just do oh, a live Christ. stream for like hours. Oh, we should do and a just Girls get Gone people Green revolving. Episode, no. An well, episode that's marathon. An episode marathon. But I was thinking, too, we could do a Girls Gone Green episode while we're doing a 5K. Oh. Well, if I follow you in like the Pope Mobile. Well, we. <laughs> <laughs> no, we could like uh, pull a wagon. We could do it walking. You could power walk it. I know you. Oh, I could. You could totally power walk. We could I'd have power buns walk. Of steel by the time we get. And we could do a five k. Oh, I think we should look into that. Okay. Girls Gone Green five k. I have friends that rode a bike across like states in the typewriter, and they were what? Like, they were called the typewriters. No. And they wrote poetry. I swear, they're amazing. They'd be amazing guests to have on. They're in Montclair. They're friends of mine for years. They did what? They, I mean, we're friends, and they're. This sounds like a poor showing of friendship that I don't know the exact distance, but they drove. I'll look it up while we're chatting. Okay. They drove across like states. You mean they on rode a bicycle? Rode, okay, right. On a bike, a tandem bicycle, and no. on the back of it had a typewriter. And well, and then I know that they also did. Um, yeah, yes, that's actually a really good sound effect. I like it. They um, then they got. A, what are those things called? Like a Winnebago? Yeah. And like a support vehicle? To go, like, further. Because they were going, like, distances that were pretty great, but um, they needed to go further, so they got Maud is what they named it. Right. And they painted it, and it's really, really cool. Maud is the name of their Maud Winnebago? Maud is the name of their Winnebago. Love it. And, yeah, we should totally Wait, so I don't understand what they did. So they wrote a poetry, and they, and they had typewriters attached to their bikes and then they would stop place to place and yeah. they would yes they did like a tour oh my god we absolutely have to talk to them on girls gone green that sounds like an amazing thing and they are based out of montclair new jersey well they're actually they, she lives in nutley though they live oh my in nutley. god they're in nutley which is the exactly. home of girls gone green studios and, yeah, ladies and gentlemen amy, wow they could do like my stein and and amy tingle and they took um a video the first time they did it was in 2012 and they drove, I'm going to show you, I'm going to pull up a little, yeah, pull up a little video. And for those of you that are listening, you could just type in on Facebook, type writer. It's Two Maya words. Stein. It, yep, T-Y-P-E. Right. New word, R-I-D-E-R. Okay. And it's www.mayastein, M-A-Y-A-S-T-E-I-N, dot com, slash, typewriter. And... Wow, you're actually showing a video now yeah. of them on their tandem bicycle. Yeah. And what they're doing. And yeah. And oh. this is them. Oh, this mod and their support Winnebago. Yeah. I Isn't see. Isn't that, that crazy? Okay, so they would go around and type up like positive messages. Yep. Poetry. Oh, that's wonderful. It's called this yeah, it was the Great American Poem. Great American Poem. Okay, well we will definitely look into having them on our show, but I want to talk more about you. Okay. All right, because you're trying to get the attention off of you, but we need the attention okay. on you. Because you are a girl's gone green, but you make the world a better place. Thank you. And so That's let's talk sweet. about some of the um, places, that, you know, some of the charities that you work for and why. Well, I mean, I don't personally work for anybody. I do, okay, here's I mean, the here's a story. To. You ready? I mean. Here's the story. Yeah. So in 2008, to be specific. Yes. So I started, I have my business and I started by myself and I started to realize I wanted to give back to people. So this is long before comedy. Right. I started doing fundraising. And then I started with, um, I have a friend whose son was diagnosed with autism. She's a single mom, twin boys. I saw what she went through and I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to do something to bring awareness, but I don't want to directly talk about her, nor could I personally raise money 
just for certain individuals. Right. Because I just felt like I didn't know how that would work. And now I've gone on, and now I do raise money for just specific individuals. Um, like, for instance, we did a fundraiser for with a comedy show for a young girl who's nine years old who had a, suffered a stroke. Yeah, a spinal stroke. A spinal stroke. Which I'd never even And we've of. raised money for her. So right. I personally gave money. Like, when we went down to... You and I did a show for the Navy. In the Navy. I just sent her that check. Okay, the seven seas. Like the other day. In the Navy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, right, whatever that yes. money was. Wow. Um, and then while at that fundraiser, so I met another mother from the girls' softball team whose daughter has, um, I, I don't know the name of it. I can find out the name of it. It's, I've been emailing back and forth with her. She has a spinal, I mean, I'm sorry, a brain tumor. Cancerous. Oh my god! So now we're doing a fun. I'm doing a fundraiser for her on the same softball team. Yeah. What are the odds of that? I know. That's really scary. Sad and scary. Sad and scary, but it's not amazing. related, unrelated. Okay. But okay. So here's a way to look at it in a positive way. Now these two little girls have somebody to support each other. No, so and that's what I said it. to the mom. And the mom, we were talking about it at the at the um, comedy show when we were over at um, Long Hill Tavern. I met the mother and the father of this little girl, and I just said, you know. They have each other. And she's like, that's what we said. And she wrote me this beautiful email about how she believes laughter can heal. And that's really where it comes from. I believe laughter can heal people. Absolutely. I actually, you know, we've talked off, off and on about manifesting. I actually already bought, like, the, um, the what is it called when you do a www dot? I a website? No. Yes, but, like, what is it called when you buy the... Sounds like... Oh my god! I think oh my it's gosh. getting old right before my eyes. No, because we're girls gone green. Right. I have a salon gossip do domain name. Oh my god! I purchased the domain name. Right. I put the fun in fundraising. Wait, say it again. You put the fun in fundraising. So I put what the fun is in the fundraising. Actual domain. What is nothing? It? It's not in existence yet. Oh, I, okay. As another project, I'm going to do, but I wanted to buy it. Oh my god! Did you hear that, ladies so, and gentlemen? As another project, I wanted to buy it so that when I retire from doing hair, okay, my dream is to produce comedy shows. With the sole purpose of fundraising. Awesome. Give so that. that there are people out there that don't want, like me, that don't want a jog. Or people out there that <laughs> <laughs> that want to do fundraising, but they want to do different ways. Like corporations that want to come up with things. I want to put the comedians I know. Yes. Or bring the, the great energy you bring to the, the funny and the funny. I bring the fun to fundraising. Yes. Right. You bring the fun That's to fundraising. That's amazing. Point. So how do, you, you are like really um, altruistic. You give all the time. What, what's your philosophy on that? Like, why? how did that come about? Because since I've known you, you've given back in so many different ways. And it's like, wow, this is a person that actually lives that philosophy. Yeah. Where does that come from? Wanting to do unto others. Like, you know, like I would like, I believe in manifesting and I believe that you reap what you sow. So much so that my life is very good. I'm very blessed. I have a very, I have two healthy daughters. They're amazing. They're smart. They're right. beautiful. Um, that's I about have it. Great friends like yourself. There we go. That's two and, bonuses. I mean, come on. And what else could you want? Mr. Handsome Pants. Pants. <laughs> I knew that was I, I mean, like, Honestly, he's amazing. That's I, amazing. I feel very blessed to have met him that's... and have him in my life. So, right. um, so all these things, how could I not get back? Right. Like you can't just go through life taking. No. So you have to get back. Yeah. And I think like we we've talked about this before, and I'll say it again. That is what it is. It's the giving back and the nourishing, and you have to self-nourish, take care of yourself, but taking care of others, it just it keeps the flow going. Right. 
Do you do yeah. any like um, regular volunteering? Like, do you go anywhere that you're there specifically? Um, no, I used to. I used to. I used to be the youth group leader for my church. All right. And that was a lot of fun because my kids were little, and I wanted to. I'm not a helicopter mom, but I knew that if I was involved with it, they'd they'd be there with me, they'd have and fun. they'd be more comfortable, and you I'd make it fun. You put yes. the fun in. Yes. Church. So we like slept outside on the front lawn <laughs> to simulate homelessness without telling anyone. Right. Oh no, you did. Yeah. Not. Like with the, church, the kids. Yes. So what the church did was they there's something it's called homeless night out. It's across the United States, wow. and certain churches like get involved in it. Right. And it's um some people are like oh that's insulting that's not really you know being uh, showing that's the kids a anything. Party outside. That's what people think, but you know what? It's not because they make the kids. Sleep in cardboard boxes. Oh wow! They you can only have what you can carry. Right. No phones, no devices. That's actually a really good thing. And let me tell you, as a something-year-old woman, as an over thirty woman, go ahead. Okay, we did it more than once. Right. Different times of the year. Oh wow! Okay, so the hot heat, not not fun. It's right. hot, but yes. whatever. The cold, freezing. Sleeping on the ground Freeze. with nothing between you and the grass, but Except a cardboard, cardboard box. box. At this age, your hips, like it no, made me really to think, think about. Right. About, I, I mean, there's not a time when it's cold outside that I honestly don't think, oh my god, these poor people. Like I cannot complain about the heat not coming up fast enough in my car right. because somebody is outside without a home. Uh, absolutely. And it breaks my heart. Now, what organization was that? Because that's a really cool thing. That is well, I know we work with Interfaith Hospitality Network. Okay which is a place that has, like, the intermittent, like, people that are going from being homeless to having a home or vice versa. Like, it's like they help people in between. Right. But the, as far as the homeless night out, mm -hmm. I think people can Google, Google that. I mean, I'll Google it while we're talking. But um, another thing that was really interesting with that um, is feeding the homeless and how people just feel, oh, they should accept whatever it is that we give them. Right. That's not really true. I mean. What do you mean? Like, we went down to help people in um, Newark, right? Okay. Like, with our group. And we cooked, kids cooked yeah. in the kitchen of the church. Right. And then we had to go deliver. Now, we've we've done that before with another group called Interfaith Hospitality Network, where we sit and we eat with the families, which is a humbling experience, right? Sure. Because you can't sit there and expect them to be like, this food is good. Like, they, some of them might be like, this is boring. This is not good. This is, and we're supposed, we, you think. Because you're giving your time and food. People should be like, oh, thank you so much. But imagine, like, having nothing and just wishing, like, you were allowed to have a complaint. Like, think about how, like, lucky we are. No, that's true. That I, we I, don't know, I don't know how I feel about what you're telling me, truthfully. But I do understand what you're saying. Because I don't know that that's a great situation. Maybe I'm not saying it the right way. Yeah. But when you're teaching kids to give, it's a great way for them to understand that you are not giving others yeah, to, to get, get back. Right. I agree So on that. what I'm saying Agreed is you're that. not going to get, you know, from some people, they're not going to be like, that pasta was the best. Because guess what? A lot of people that feed the homeless, what do you think they donate? Pasta, 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 pasta. Right. Okay, I understand that it's food, but sometimes they would just maybe want, like, meatball or something that we take so for granted. Right. That kids are, like, pushed to the side of the plate. Green beans. Right. Vegetables, a salad. Yeah, that they would love to have. Because people, when people feed in bulk, they tend the tendency of is course. to macaroni Pasta, and cheese. Yeah, of course. Anything and they it's can like make in bulk. carbohydrates. Sure. Right. right. You know, it doesn't really do something for your system. Yeah. I know I'm like way off topic, but I'm just kind of giving you an example. Right. But one of the things that we did one time was we went down to feed 
women that were in a battered shelter, like a women's battered shelter, that were with their children, and we had to be quiet about the location we were in. We weren't allowed to tell people where we were oh, going. Oh, sure, that makes sense. You know, you can't, like, tell people what you're doing to help them. So we thought, oh, well, we're going to get ice cream, too. We're going to bring it down there. We're going to sit and eat with them. We got there. They're taking care of their babies. They're doing things. They don't want, they're not going to sit there and make the our kids that were in our youth group feel good about what they did and say, all right, we're all going to stop what we're doing and sit down yeah. and eat. Okay. Very different than feeding people that you're sitting purposely sure. to break bread with. This right. is like, you're just going to go drop the stuff Yeah, off you're now. like, oh, okay. So you're like kind of in the trenches just getting it done. Right. And they're, you're just like working for them and they're not saying anything to you. No. Okay. So it was an interesting thing to teach these children that were volunteering because we, so we went back to the church. We sat down and I'm like, listen, how do you think the parents feel when they cook dinner yeah. food, put food on the table and they worked all day? And you guys don't want what they eat. Yeah. Remember the way you feel right now. Right. That you guys did one day. One day. Of- you gave one day of your time. I have the chills. I remember because right. I remember that lesson. That's brilliant. Like coming out, like I can get choked up, like yes. trying to make the best of that moment and yeah. thinking, you know, you guys are pissed off or you're angry or you thought it was going to be like some fun. I don't know what you thought it was going to be. Right. Like this is real life, kids. Yeah. Like the people are, are hungry and homeless. Yes. They are grateful, but they're not going to do a cartwheel over whatever it was that we did. Right. Because we signed up to do this. It's not yeah. like we just showed up on the doorstep. Like, this is like something, a system that's put in place. They help depend them. upon it. They, yep. Right? And it's something that to help everybody in the community. You learn what it's like to be a giver. Yeah. And now you and see. And that's so important for kids. It is. I feel like, especially kids today, I know I sound 100 years old when I say that, but I just feel like with technology, which we are using to our benefit here, but we've become so disconnected from each other that doing something like that is so important, especially for kids. I mean, it's really important for everyone to do it, but it's so important for kids to see because so many kids take it for granted. They don't even look up from their phone to see the rest of the world and see what's going on, let alone go do service for other people and actually see what their situation is like and kind of even get a one modicum of like, what could it be possibly be like to be homeless? Mm-hmm. I think that's so important I th- because, again, with all the technology that we have, I feel like we are becoming so disconnected. We don't take the time to talk to each other, to look each other in the yeah. eye, to ask people how you're doing. I you know, work in the city in Manhattan, and I can't tell you how many times I've seen people walk by homeless people. I understand that you don't have money to give to every homeless person. I totally, totally get that. I used to do little baggies of just... Um, and I would keep everything wrapped like granola bars or bottles yeah. of water. And yeah. Give it to them. Sometimes they'd be very grateful. Sometimes they wouldn't say anything. No. But it's exactly like you said. It's not about what they're going to give to you. It's you giving to them. But in times when I didn't have that or I didn't have money, I would always make the point to look at them and say, hi. Yeah, they're human. How are you? But do you know how many people would walk by yes. them and just act like they are not even there? Well, and again, it's I think it's um, it's this this thing of... If you look, you're committed to doing something. Right. So people you can't don't want to look. It's not happening. Right. That's exactly it. You cannot. That's perfect. You cannot pretend it's not happening if you actually look it in the eyes. Right. It, and and by it, I'm not belittling a person. I'm saying the situation. Right. I don't mean like a person right. isn't it. Uh, in case somebody's listening, and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, I thought she was nice." Yeah. Um, but <laughs> they know you're nice. But like even in the park today. Yes. I I will look at every person I pass and say of good course. morning. Of course. Whether it's like they're gonna say or not yes. back to me because. You don't know. I mean, look at where we are right now in this world. Yeah. Hearing about people that taking their own lives. Yes. People that Happening feel all the time. All the time. And you don't know. That person could be walking through the park pondering, Whether is today the day I'm going to do it or yeah. not? 
and you saying hello or saying anything could be the difference. I always think that too with older people. It's like, take the time to stop and talk to someone. You may be the only person they've talked yep. to all, all day. day. Yep. And you may be the only person they talk to all week. You have no idea what people are going through. And I, again, I love technology. I'm using technology, but please don't let that replace human interaction. Yeah. Like make a concerted effort in your life to connect with people. I see it with comedy. It's like more and more people are starting to come out, which is great for us, but they all say the same thing. Like I had so much fun. I forgot about my worries for the night. It's like, yeah, yeah you can do that when yeah. you go out and connect with other people. If you're constantly focused on yourself and you're reading about other people, and just comparing and despairing, like, oh, look at this person on Facebook. It perpetuates itself. Yes. You will put yourself in a box where you don't even want to get out of the house. Get out of the house, people, and communicate and look at other people, talk to other people. Yeah, and you know, it's people. funny because you're like, you, when you said, like, well, what do you do it for? Whatever. The other thing I will do is not to impose my spirituality on other people, and it has nothing to do with religion, but, like, I will, in my mind, when I do it, wish them well and I, yes. I do really feel like there's another that's another component of it right and I feel like I don't watch the news and I know I've had conversations with people and they'll say oh that sounds so ignorant and I'm like I really don't think so and even if it is the statement is ignorance is bliss there is no statement out there that says abundance of information is bliss <laughs> you know there is it doesn't overload, even flow off the tongue horrifying terrifying ignorance overload. is bliss yeah. and now I know what I need to know I pay my bills. I am a, you know, like, member of society. Is. No, you know, no, 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 no. But even like, so, and I do make jokes and I'm like, maybe I don't remember a lot of stuff from like history and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't memorize a lot of history because to me, current events is a lot more refreshing. Like, so whatever somebody wants to talk about, we'll talk about. But, um, I don't know. Like to me, I just feel like that's another thing. Like when we have... I will only put positive things on Facebook. I will never right. complain. Right. I will never put a rant. I will never put anything like that. And it doesn't Amen. mean people, it doesn't mean say like, it again. Say it again so people can hear. Yeah, it. I don't put anything negative on there yeah. because because it's why. I, no, 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 no. I have that is such a pet peeve of mine when people complain on Facebook. I want to be like, well, a, you're putting it out there so it's just continuing the negativity. B, why do you think that anyone wants to read about your negativity? The equivalent is, because I'm a germaphobe, and this is going to be a little gross, but okay. is not covering your mouth when you cough. <coughs> You're like, I'm going to share my cold. Right. Like, I want to share my misery. Misery loves company. Exactly. That is so true. But people don't realize you're perpetuating the misery. Like, you're keeping it going for yourself. Yes. When you just dwell on it. And you make yourself look so, uh, the word I want to say is pathetic. I'm sorry yeah. to be so strong about it. But when people complain on Facebook, I want to be like, what is wrong? I don't understand. Like when it, I understand if it's like a major event that happens to you, and like a death, I understand that when people announce that so that other people know what's going on and that's like, but when people, when you see consistently the same people just posting negative, this happened to me, this, right. you're like, you're like, man, luck schlep rock. And I don't know why anyone would want to be around I you. I just don't, I just, when there's those people that I know on Facebook, I just go right by it, right by yeah. it. I don't even care. It could be like they are on fire. And but. Yeah, unfollow it, but they could be on fire, but it's like the boy that cried wolf. You just go, oh, there's always a problem with that person. I'm just not even going to look because it's always the same thing. And we all have problems, but I just think that sometimes it's like I also have laundry, but I don't yeah. like put it all over but the But I don't show you my dirty laundry my on dirty gotchies. No. The dirty gotchies. Yeah, that's a little Polish, I think. Really? That sounds gotchis. a little grosser than gotchies. No, start up option emo gotchies. Woo, look at you, international woman of mystery. What does that mean? Old lady with no underwear. Say it again. Stadabopsia mimogachis. And that is in Polish? Yeah. 
Roll out the barrel. Roll out the barrel. Okay. Yeah. We're just poking. Grew up like that. I love the pokers. Oh wow. But um. Yep. But that's it. That's what I've been doing. And I want to. I will say this. I'm. I'm not exactly sure when episode 13 is going to be out. But I'm going to say this, and we will post it with another whatever. With a caveat. I'm excited to announce. I have a fundraiser I'm going to do for organ donation. Oh my God! When is this happening? In August. August. I am going to be doing yes and producing a kids comedy show. Shut the front door. Where all the acts are that kids. Was the door being shut. Because I have a a boy that I have met his mom. I do yes. his mom's hair. Right. She donated her kidney to her son. Oh. Because he had issues at birth and right. whatever. Her and her husband and her son only have one kidney apiece. It's the wildest story I've ever wow. heard. Wow. But. I'm going to interview him. Maybe we can interview oh, him. That would be fun. We'll have about it. Girls don't because guess what his mom did? He grew up, and at the age where most kids are playing sports and stuff, yeah. he could not play contact sports because okay. he had one kidney. Okay. So she decided to take him to acting school. Uh-huh. He fell in love with comedy. Get out of town. I had town. the chills. And he became a comedian. And he's known as the one kidney comedian? I don't know if that's the truth or not. The but one kidney kid comedian. That would be cute. That would be cute. Well, with K's, but not no, K, not yeah. KKK. That yeah, would be bad. Um, but, but, I was so inspired by this, yes. and I've been wanting to work with kids and do something like a kids show. That I said to his mom, I would love to interview him, have a story about that, and we could talk about organ donation, what it's like to live right. with one kidney, and and he does stuff. I, I, I don't want to ruin his jokes, and I don't, I'm paraphrase don't no, crush but his... I know he does like a joke about like. Yeah, my mom. Like, no, don't oh, tell us. Okay, I won't don't tell us. Oh, oh my God, it. look at you! But how cute! Stealing his co- I'm not his stealing material. his material or his kidney. Watch out for Donna V, whoever this kid is. No, I, I'm an organ donor. Donor, but no, but so then all the people on the show will be all kids like that. You know, the teenagers, like middle schoolers, awesome. and we're gonna do it at Brookdale Tavern. No, talk about manifesting. The woman that teaches the yes. kids yes. is on the show with me at. Oh, my God. So well, talk about it right now. What's the date? Do you have the date on you? I no? am going to talk to them to find out if it's going to be the first or the second Wednesday of August. Oh, my God. Because I do a show there every that, third Wednesday, yes. so we need to do it because kids are on vacation that week. Yeah, that is We so might do it the cool. first Wednesday. Oh, my God. Well, we'll keep you updated on that. That is amazing. Donna V, she is a girl gone green, but she is a, she's got a heart of gold. Aw, and, and you know the, green, the, the heart chakra is green. <gasps> Yeah! No way! I swear to God. I think you're right. It's red is root, orange is your family, uh-huh. um, yellow is your sacral, I think it is, in your gut, and then green, Roy G. Biv. It's a, you know, oh, green is your heart, green blue is your throat, violet is your crown chakra, and like... Indigo. Indigo. Or indigo is your crown, violet is your third eye. Wow. Give it up for ladies and give it up for Donna V, ladies and gentlemen. She just went through the chakras, and we found out that girls gone green comes from the heart because yes, we do. Anything that's green has to do with the heart. Well, we're changing the world. We are changing the world one, one laugh, laugh at, at a time. time, ladies and gentlemen. Girls gone green. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you. Hold on, episode fourteen, Donna. We got to play them out with a song. All right. What song should we? Girls gone green. Donating organs if oh. you want us to. Yeah. Girls gone green. Our heart chakra's green. So are you. Girls gone green.